Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayers morning Bible study. My name is Layla, and I'm so glad you could join us. But before we get into the word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for who you are, God. We thank you for the divine order and structure that you set in the spiritual realm, Lord, and in the natural, God. We thank you for your laws and your rules, that they're just, righteous, and holy. God, we thank you for all that you have done for us, Lord, and all that you are to us lord we thank you for the value that you placed on each and every one of us lord that you sent your only begotten son to redeem us from sin lord and save us from perishing god we thank you for your kindness your compassion and your patience with us lord as we walk before you lord and work out our soul salvation in jesus name amen 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 and amen well good morning and welcome everyone so glad to have you with us as we dive into the word and continue our study in Ephesians. We are in chapter 5, and we are going to continue our discussion on verses 22 through 33. So whether you're joining us for the first time or you're rejoining us, I'd just like to encourage you to pause the episode and take all the time you need to read that section of Scripture just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And at this time... We're going to open the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. Something that the Lord showed me, as you mentioned in the last episode of Charles, talking about the husbands not dominating their wives. And for just a quick second, the Lord let me see uh, even a reflection of myself, but other women that would think because that commandment was given to the men because the lord said that that means we can run around and do whatever we want to and then we'll just skip to the loo afterwards and go well you can't touch me and we disregard the last verse of let the wife see that she respects her husband that's at the end because it's not as important no 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 they're they're both important you shouldn't be acting in such a way that your husband feels like he has to put his thumb on you or put a ring in your nose and treat you like an animal for you to be in submission and to follow the structure that the Lord set. Translate that to the spiritual realm. We should not be living a life that is so outrageous that the Lord has to put a ring in our nose and has to uh, treat us like an animal for us to follow him and to submit to his plan and submit to his guidance. That's out of whack, as we'd say here in America. And I want to read something to you. This is First Peter chapter 3. I'm going to read verses 1 through 7 because it, it all goes together. Wives, likewise be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart, with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. 
For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. So we see there's a joint effort. It isn't the husband pulling all the weight and the wife just sits back on a flowery bed of ease. And it isn't the wife doing all the work and the husband sitting back on a, a flowery bed of ease. They each do their part when it's required. They fulfill their roles when it's time. Jesus fulfilled his role when it was time. He came down. He put on flesh. He lived mm -hmm. among men and lived as a man was tempted as a man in all points but without sin and then he ascended to the right hand of the father to wait for his next role which would be to come get his bride which we are if we continue steadfast in the faith so mm -hmm. he's done his part now it's our turn to do our part it's our season to follow the lord to trust in him to walk with him to believe him to submit to him, resist the devil, and he will flee. The devil, that is. <laughs> it's That's our role and our responsibility. As you mentioned, Dad, in the last episode, it's not to tell God what he's going to do and try to write the plans in the course of history because that's not our place. That's not our responsibility. And to be honest, we could never fill that role. We would be um, lunch well, for be, the adversary. That would be disrespectful, right? Isn't that the, the last thing that's said in this section? talking about women or the bride of Christ, see, uh, let the wife see that she respects her husband. So guess what? I am a part of the bride of Christ. Amen to that. Right? Yes, I'm a man. Absolutely. In full. And I am part of the bride of Christ. I was or the weaker vessel, mm -hmm. contaminated, corrupted, and the Lord picked me up, cleaned me up, saving maybe new creation Amen. and gave me a place and position in his body his church which is his bride so i who, who am i to then go lord i'm going to teach you a few things mm -hmm. i would be out of alignment i would be very disjointed from the body it would be a, a really messed up looking bride Mm -hmm. The bride shouldn't look like she's been through a train wreck and, and casts and right. You know what I mean? Like that. Nobody's looking for a bride that looks like that, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> that, that would, that would mm -hmm. be horrific. Who wants those wedding photos? Nobody. Honey. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just saying. Well, we can did. have some. We can have some fun with this, right? Because mm -hmm. we're talking about it, but we are also talking about a serious thing. But if I did that, it would be a lack of respect for the Lord. But we're taught throughout Scripture the fear of the Lord, right? Yes. Not fear isn't afraid, but it's a reverence to the Lord. And, and the Scripture you just read, Layla, what is primarily mentioned? Not just the outward displays. It's not just about fixing my hair and washing my face and adorning myself with jewelry and, and, and all these other decorative things. It's saying the heart, the inside, needs to be right. And it should sound extremely familiar as to why it's not just geared towards women. What did Jesus say to the Pharisees about the cup? This was brought up in a previous episode. You clean the outside, but the inside is filthy. Okay. <laughs> right? 
Is that not identical? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You you do all these things. You wash the outside of the cup, but the inside is dirty as all get out, essentially. Mm-hmm. Where he's saying, you should clean the inside of the cup. Mm-hmm. Not just putting on a facade, a mask, but then being in total opposition to the Lord, right? Yes. yes. So then, then we have to, we can go even deeper, right? You have Simon the Pharisee when Jesus is at his house. And the woman with the alabaster jar comes in. Mm-hmm. And and what was said about her? He would not let her touch touch him if she he knew what type of woman she was. If he knew what manner of woman she was, she, the Lord wouldn't allow her to touch him. But what again, what does Simon just say to with the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes? You clean the inside. Not just the outside of the cup, but clean the inside also. That's what the Lord just said. The Lord said that. So mm-hmm. he's saying it's the same. It's not about whether you're a male or born a male or whether you're born a female. He's saying, I require this for my bride, for all of my bride, all of his body, all of ultimately the church. Not mm-hmm. just to adorn ourselves and look a certain way or act a certain way, but really get down to the heart, the inner thing which, well, where our treasure is, there our heart is also. So that means the Lord has to be our treasure. We have to revere him. And if we revere him, if we, then we will honor him. And if we honor him, he will be, or we will respect him. Amen to that. Houston? Amen to that. So Charles, you have something to share? Yes. Well, let's hear it, sir. As we're looking and examining this, we also see that with it, um, going back to what had been said inside of the last episode about how we don't want to be treated, um, we don't want to be treated in a lesser way by the Lord. And the Lord was also just reminding me of all the various ways we see here. Yes, that as you're talking about, this is mainly referring to the bride of Christ in which we are all part of. I know I want to get into heaven. I, I don't want to be excluded because I'm a male. You have that I, wedding <laughs> garment on with a smile on your face. Thank you, Jesus. And we're not talking about cross-dressing or no, any kind second. of perver- per- perversion of that. But the revelation specifically talks about only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life will be entering in. Yes. Okay, to heaven. So that's male or female. Yes, and the Lord was reminding me of inside of verse 31, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And the Lord was just reminding me of, yes, while this also refers to, and it's mainly referring to um, Christ and the mm-hmm. bride of Christ, the Lord was also reminding me of, um, this also refers to humans. And the Lord was reminding me that there's not one human who has a strong right side that looks like he could lift a train, but then the other side looks like some spaghetti noodles that have been wet too long. That's not how it works. <laughs> you not know that I- drastic of a <laughs> difference between the two sides. Yes, and how that's most times what we try to lay the perspective on and how we think about it. We think that, okay, since we're like this, then that means we're the stronger vessel. And as you're reading inside of um, First Peter, you, um, if you continue to read inside of other verses, he begins talking about what we would consider a different subject where he says, do not treat evil for evil, reviling for reviling. Love one another. That also refers to this exact same um covenant i would say because when we have the perspective of even 
being mistreated, not by the Lord. The Lord never mistreats us, but also understanding that we're not doing this because of our human love as you say mommy for other people but we're doing this because that's what the lord asked us to do mm-hmm. and we see that um inside of the garden mommy you said you always tell us that the lord didn't parade a whole bunch of women before adam and let him choose but he gave mm-hmm. him one that's right and how we should be allowing the lord to choose our spouses um mm-hmm. so that way it's the good choice and the one that will actually remain and that's also another thing that's here he doesn't say the wife is going to be a hindrance to you you're always going to have to watch behind your back to make sure she's doing what's right. And you're going to have to take your eyes off me to make sure she's following me. That's not how it works. It was a help. Um, and we know for when you're lifting heavy stuff, you never want the person to lag behind you as you're trying to lift. The person's taking a break, five minutes. Mm-hmm. That, that's not how it works. You have to lift in a um, coordinated motion so you can go through the door or whatever and move it to wherever you're trying to move in. Mm-hmm. Same is true here. And as you were saying, um, Dad, oh. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. As you're your saying, thoughts, as you're saying, Dad and Layla, that we're supposed to be helping each other. And that's how the Lord created it. And while he does understand that we are humans and we have flesh, and of course we can't be like him, he's also working us and progressing us to the part where we're more similar to him. Amen. Conform to his image. But wait, doesn't that also go all the way back to the garden? What was the helpmate that was brought to Adam? What was said? Woman. She's now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Okay. And she was also a helpmate. Comparable. Suitable and comparable, Mm -hmm. yes, for her purpose. So in that same way, let's understand what's required of us now. Shouldn't we be suitable, comparable to our Lord and Savior? So yes. when you when you talk about that, mm-hmm. people have mistakenly believed that Eve was this babbling, ignorant baby, while Adam was this one full of knowledge and understanding. Couldn't be further from the truth. But it's absolutely incorrect because she wouldn't be suitable to help him if she had no knowledge and Adam had to sit there and spoon feed her everything. Everything else came adult in the garden but woman. She was the only thing that was underdone, if you will. How, and, how would that make any sense or how would that be of any help and it would be a hindrance for quite some time right and the lord set them to tend and keep the garden and she was to help in that task so god was not unaware that there was a spiritual battle already in the works right already going on there was already an adversary looking to dismantle them and remove them from their place so he didn't send someone who was a monkey or a lion he didn't send an infant. Mm-hmm. He sent someone who was fully capable of holding their own, if you will, but together, but Absolutely. was fully suited to do their role in the task. Adam didn't have to raise woman in order for her to be functional because who would ever go to war with an infant on their back going here? Let me give you this gum, newborn point over there. There's the enemy. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> nobody or right wouldn't that be like david uh, the armor doesn't fit the this doesn't right like none of those things fit nor do you know how to function within them right and he didn't david didn't even face goliath until he had first taken care of the lion and the bear and Amen. got it and prepared him for it so god prepared woman to be suitable to actually help out not just the simpleton that the world has thought she was because of they're looking through the eyes of sin uh the the eyes of the curse 
at God's creation, but God brought him someone who could wield that sword mm-hmm. if she hadn't fallen into sin. Go ahead, Amen. No, just let's understand that about the Lord. Everything he did, he created, he said it was good. It was suitable for its purpose, right? The helpmate could not be a help if she was, in fact, not suitable for her purpose. As it's the Lord capable. designed her, capable mm-hmm. to assist in everything that was required of her. Amen. So, so then I, I, I say this, well, I'll say that to say this, and thank you for helping me with that, right, bringing that up, because we as the bride of Christ should also be comparable to Christ, right? That's why we're called to be conformed to the image of Jesus the Christ, or the Father, Son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's who we're called to be conformed to, so we should be walking and moving, right, learning, being taught by him his ways, his thoughts, mm-hmm. right? All those things mm-hmm. being totally reliant upon Holy Spirit to help us do the work. Amen. Just Amen. like what you see in the garden. Now, wait, that also denotes that we, well, let's understand this, it says about Jesus, that he was tempted in all methods and manner, right? Mm-hmm. That's why he could relate to us in our sin. Well, wait. So Yet let's without underst- sin. Mm-hmm. Yet was without sin. Mm-hmm. So let's understand that. Well, how would Adam, right? How would how would we or Jesus relate to Adam? Except we, we his bride, tempted him. That's why we needed a redeemer. So he was, if you, you will, Jesus. right? And the, the enemy, in the same way, came and tempted him. Well, he, he did it through us, through people, mm-hmm. through through all of us. When we all, even today, had a part in there of crucifying him. Mm-hmm. But he came to his own, Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, people that knew better, that should have known better, right? So let's understand that as it pertains to us. We as his bride played a part, but he's washed us and redeemed us, purified us, mm-hmm. and still has come for us. Amen. He who knew no sin was made to be sin or the payment for sin. Amen. Um. So... He laid down his life for us. The Charles, you still were talking. You still have some thoughts to share. Yes. And the Lord, the Lord remind me of a scripture. This will be Ecclesiastes four, um, nine through 12. Two are better than one because they are, they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion, but woe to him who's alone when he falls for he has no one to help him up again. If two lie down together, they will keep warm, but how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. And we see here that um, as we're talking about, and as you and dad were talking about, mommy, that Eve, um, woman was not given as a hindrance to Adam. And it was actually for his betterment. And we were joking when, while we're not recording that he understood exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. We see that mm-hmm. from what the Apostle Paul writes, that she was tricked, but he knew. He knew better because he knew what the Lord had already said to him. That's right. And how when we see that, when we take the perspective of, okay, um, there's no big sin or no, there's no big sin, little sin, as you and dad always tell us, but we have to come from the perspective of, does this glorify God or not? Mm-hmm. The Lord doesn't say, well, according to your sin's diameter, you'll spend 15 minutes in hell. There's and no go- purgatory. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the, the Lord says you. very, very mm-hmm. plainly, right? 
He that knows what's right to do and doesn't do it, to him it's sin. That's yes. everything. That's, that's in deep. opposition to him. That's deep. I and mean, that's broad reaching. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's not up to us to put metrics on it mm-hmm. and, and think one is greater, has a greater weight than the other. Sin, as small as it is, right? He says a little leaven leavens the whole loaf. Mm-hmm. Well, and you guys know that because you have been baking bread for, you know, recently for some time now, right? Yes. So, so you understand how just a little bit has a huge impact. Well, just a little bit of sin in the same way results in the same thing as what you would consider to be the greatest sin, right? Which is separation from the Lord. You stand? Yes. So let's understand mm-hmm. that in full. So we should be not be unaware of those things, but we should press on to be like our Lord, conform to his image. In order to do that, we, as his church, as his body, and as his ultimately as his bride, should check the condition of our heart and ensure that it is cleaned out and pure before our Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. 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 Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. Okay, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for giving us the opportunity to to be well with you, Lord, and showing us the correct order of things, Lord, and showing us how it affects our lives, Lord, and showing us how to fix it, Lord. And, Lord, I ask you thank you for being our God, Lord, and just allowing us to be your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.